ooh, we're in a back hallway. <laughs> no, not here. <laughs> yeah, here, buddy. No. Listen to this echo. No. Welcome to Grab Bag Podcast. I'm Rachel Robbins. No. <laughs> Do it in Jeanette's car, you fool. Ooh, now we're outside. Ooh, it's raining. <laughs> I'm Rachel Robbins. Welcome to Grab Bag Podcast. Hi, and I'm your new host. Uh, I don't know my name. <laughs> And welcome to Grab Back Podcast. Riley lost her probation. What the heck is this, huh? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. he moves he might not but i feel like when she goes up he should also go up I feel like they should modulate together i don't know anything about harmonies hi guys hi guys welcome to grab bag podcast i'm rachel robbins i'm riley robbins and this week we're getting spooky Spooky i mean not as spooky as the current climate of america where black people are being killed unnecessarily and trans people almost got their rights taken away again but uh you know, uh, respiteful. Spooky. Anyway, Riley, I told Riley what we were doing earlier today because, uh... Yeah. Whatever, I'm tired and lazy and I was looking at something else. I was looking at a, an insane asylum in Australia. Uh, but it was a lot and all the websites I was looking at weren't actually giving me hauntings. They were just saying it was haunted. Oh. And my brain went, oh, this is too much. I'm going to have to go deeper, and yeah. I don't have time for that because it's already seven, 8 o'clock on a Wednesday night. Yeah. I still have to edit and put this <laughs> up at midnight. So I was like, fuck it. We're doing the Stanley Hotel. Riley, okay, I told Riley about the Stanley Hotel earlier, and she was like, is that the one in, in El Paso? And I was like, we don't have a Stanley Hotel in El Paso. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that the hotel that, like, Zach Bagels, like, originally went to in El Paso, and then they went to Concordia? No. What's that hotel called, then? I don't know. I thought that was the Stanley Hotel. It's not the Stanley Hotel. <laughs> What's the Stanley Hotel? The Stanley Hotel is the inspiration for Stephen King's The Shining. Oh! Oh, 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 I do know it! Yeah. But I'm, sh- I'm just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, you said that, and then you also guessed the uh, Richard Ramirez the Black Richard Dahlia. Ramirez Hotel. Well, because also, like, oh, the Black, Lamb. Al- Elisa Lamb and Black Dahlia were also there, so I was like... I mean, that's a good... That one's supposedly super, super haunted, too, yeah. and I can't remember what it's called right now. But, uh, no, we're doing the Stanley Hotel. I don't know anything about the Stanley Hotel it's, besides the fact that it's... It's the... It's the, the it was the inspiration for and the And that it's not a fun place to be. Yeah, it's only 12 hours away from us, Riley. It's in Colorado, so, We are uh, not going. <laughs> road trip? No! Rachel, I won't even go, like, in the kitchen at dark. This is my house! Yeah. Um, and I will go in the kitchen at night! <laughs> I have the list of the most three most haunted rooms, and you can rent and stay in them. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should or should want to! Rachel! <laughs> so this episode's- Go so- ghost hunting with someone else, because I will literally piss my pants. Hugo, did you hear that? It's you, me, and your parents. Let's go. I will literally piss my pants. I- I'm so <laughs> scared of ghosts. Like, it's not funny. Also, I still have a lot it of is alcohol funny. left, so- 
It's gonna be a it's gonna be an episode. If y'all saw last week of the trip, oh boy. Shout out to everyone who loved last week. Me being super drunk last week. Shout out to my coworkers listening it listening to our <laughs> podcast in the back of house trying to do their work and they call me and they're like, guess what we're listening to? And I can just hear your laugh on the ah. other end and I'm screaming. So shout out to all my friends at work who listen to this and make fun of me for it because they are rightful in doing so. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. Um, okay, is that it? Okay, Absolutely, love. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, Hi, one, we're direction. one Direction. We're your new owners. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I put, my um, messy bl- I put my messy brown hair in a bun okay, and throw yep, on some sweatpants. Yep, yep. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to just tell you right now that I willfully and gratefully plagiarized all of my notes. I copy and pasted <laughs> them into a note. From Wikipedia, Amuse.com, and uh, TripSavvy.com. At least you're citing your sources. Yeah. So, okay. So a little brief thing. Uh, The Stanley Hotel is a 142-room Colonial Revival Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado, United States. Wait, it's a Colonial, like, hotel? Yeah. Oh, that's so pretty. Riley, let's go. No, I'm not going. I'm just saying that, like, hotels that are, like... It's five miles away. No, let me, let me, I want to... (laughs) Let me have like, this Victorian fantasy in my brain. I, I want, I want costumes. I want photo shoots. They I hold, don't want to stay there. They hold a shining ball every year, on Halloween. Why the fuck would I go to a haunted hotel about the haunted hotel? A haunted for party. a ball? <laughs> for a ball? <laughs> I could just go to a fucking castle. Like the castle, like the the castle up the street, the one by Madeline Park. Ooh, just geolocate our house real quick. <laughs> Rachel, no! The castle house. Anyway. Oh my god. So the Stanley Hotel is uh, approximately five miles from the entrance to the Rocky Mountain National Park, which is what? It's in Colorado, so it's literally just straight. It's, it's, it's mount. It's just it's rock! It's literally, Riley, like, when you look at the map, it is directly above us, just 12, 12 hours up. Oh, wow. Wait, yeah. no. That's not how... Yeah. How do states work? Wait, we, give me a minute. I'm okay, because we are on the no, tip no, no, of I'm Texas. I'm to figure out how states work. Okay, because we're on the tip of Texas, and New mm-hmm. Mexico hangs over that tip, and then you drive through New Mexico to Colorado. No, but we still have to drive to the left, and then no, you go don't. Up. You can or diagonal just a little bit, just a little bit, because then there's ha- highways like right in Cruces, and Cruces like the left well. is a highway. Left is a highway. I wanna ride it all along. If you're going my way. God, I'm so you know vocally what? tired. You know what? I'm sorry, Rascal Flats, which is not the name Rascal of a person, but the name the, of the, the band, band. Which and, is disgusting. And they they do a cover of that song. It's a cover they sing. They that didn't is write a that cover. Song. Yeah, they didn't write that song. What's the actual song? I don't know. I don't care either. I'm pretty sure. Wait, let me Google that. Wait, I'm, because I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure Rascal Flats are not. They're not the writers of that song. Imagine having the most famous song you've ever produced. Maybe Be it not is. one of your original songs. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm on crack. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Yeah, Tom Cochran, Life is a Highway. What the fuck? It's an original Rascal song by Tom Cochran from his 1991 album Mad Mad World. I am And then, in and then Rascal Flatts released it in, like, 2000. Yeah, with the Cars 2006, movie. That's for why Cars. It's a cover why... for Cars. I don't care if it's a cover for Cars. That shitty, shitty but... movie. <laughs> I hate the movie I Cars. I hate Cars. 
There's car people, sucked. There's why is the there. eyes not on the headlight? On the on the, on the on hood. The, on why the, are they on the headlights? Why no no why no? Why are they not on the windshield? Why are they not? Why are they on the windshield and not the headlights? Where the faces are? Like if you see faces in cars, I'm the you same see them way. on the headlights. You see them on the headlights. You don't see them on the fucking windshield because it's stupid. Now that we've gotten our cars discourse out of the way, <laughs> I'm um, really passionate about that. The Stanley offers panoramic views of Lake Estates, the Rockies, and especially Long's Peak. It was built by Freeland Oscar Stanley of Stanley Steamer fame. Stanley Steamers were cars before they were vacuums. Yeah. Stanley also, Steamer gets your home cleaner. Um, no, but, um, that sounds beautiful. Let's not, it let's, is beautiful. let's stay at somewhere have, not haunted in Colorado. They have I love Colorado. They have deers that roam through the park sometimes. And, I, like, a year or two ago, they had a bear busted, and he flipped over a couple chairs before seeing himself out is one, <laughs> one article put it, and I lost my mind. You see, Colorado's the Canada of the U.S. You're right. And I love Colorado so much. Um, of Stanley Steamer fame, it opened on July 4th, 1909. As a That's resort- patriotic as fuck. Sure. As a result, <laughs> as a resort for upper class Easterners and a health retreat for sufferers of pulmonary tuberculosis, because Stanley Steamer had TB. Uh, the hotel and its surrounding structures are listed on the National Hotel Reg- or National Register of Historic Places. The Stanley Hotel served as the inspiration for the Overlook Hotel in Stephen King's 1977 best-selling novel *The Shining*, and as the filming location for the 1997 TV miniseries, also written by King. Because fun fact, Stephen King hates. The the Kubrick, The Shining, the movie. He hates it. Really? Yeah. That's really interesting, because uh-huh. I've tried to watch The Shining all the Many times. Ta- I've, I've watched it maybe, I've watched maybe the beginning once, and I literally got bored. I know. Yeah, no, uh, it, it wasn't what he wanted it to be, and it features a hedge maze where there was no, like, the entire climax of the movie, the end of the movie, is them, like, running through the hedge maze, and, and fucking Jack, whatever his name is, yeah, his name is Jack, Jack Nicholson, uh, dies in the hedge maze, and the hedge maze is never in the book. There's never a hedge maze in the book. Isn't that weird? I mean, yeah, it's, why it's, do they it's, do that? It's, it's movies, movies be like that, but, like, Stephen King was like, I can do this better, and so, and they filmed, they didn't film it at the Stanley either, they filmed it at another hotel. Um, and St- Stephen King was like, fuck that, and went to the actual hotel and filmed the miniseries there. Which is pretty neat. That's pretty neat. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty. Um, despite a peaceful early history, in the years following the publication of The Shining, the Stanley Hotel gained a reputation as a setting for paranormal activity. It has hosted numerous so-called paranormal investigators and appeared on shows such as Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures. Spoiler alert, I watched both. Because I hate myself, I watched Ghost Adventures. I was looking at it, I was like, I could just watch Ghost Hunters. I love Ghost Hunters. And I very clearly remember this episode of Ghost Hunters. Uh, because shit happens to Jason all night long. But. you're a nerd. And I love. Watches I love Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters, like, also a trashy television ghost hunting show. But, like, that is my emotional support trashy television ghost hunting show. That is my nostalgia. Like, I would rush home from school on, like, Wednesdays, I think. In, like the second and third grade so I could watch Ghost Hunters. Like a fucking nerd. Yeah, and then Tuesdays and Thursdays were like Code Lyoko and Totally Spies. I don't think I've watched a single episode of Totally Spies, but I played the I game love, with you. Yeah, I love Totally Spies. Anyway, um, the hotel also offers guided tours which feature spacious... Spacious? Spacious. 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 So I'm drinking, I'm drinking limeade mixed with the pre-made margarita wine. Slurp. So, if I'm a little slurtastic, it's because I'm a little you, wasted. This this drink was my gift to me to get through Ghost Adventures. 
And then watching Ghost Hunters afterwards was like, a, you did it. But I, uh, uh, spoiler alert, I watched three-fourths of the Ghost Adventures episode because I hate Zach Baggins. All right. I mean, like, honestly, it's like paranormal dash our hate for Zach Baggins. It's just what this <laughs> topic is called. Yeah. Um... So I've never even seen an episode of Ghost Adventures, God, and I hate Zach Baggins God, for the I'll, t- I'll tell you about the way he, like, bullies a child in this episode. It is so funny. Fuck? Zach what? Baggins. Zach Baggins is a She bullies real him person. right back, though, later in the episode, and I'm like, good for you, Claire, or whatever her name is, Bailey. Good for you, Bailey. Uh, the hotel also offers guided tours which feature spaces reputed, 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 I don't know. Reputed, reputed to be exceptionally oh. active. All right, and this is where I started plagiarizing from Amuse.com, which wrote a really cute little article about it and its history and stuff. So this is this is a because the history is written really ugly in Wikipedia, you know, very academic, and I'm like, mm, I'm bored. Mm. Amuse wrote it really nice and palpable, really palpable. No, like palatable. Yeah, those are two different words. Are they? Yes. <laughs> As someone who generally has the brain cell, yes. I gave you the brain cell for tonight, so don't even... Also, Riley and I have decided that there are two brain cells. Yes. There's an academic brain cell and... Street smarts. Street smarts. And generally... Street smarts. Street smarts. Generally, I have the street smarts brain cell, and Riley can generally hold on to the academia brain cell. Uh, But last night we switched to the point where I was trying to do things, like, on our couch, which should be done on a table, and Riley just looked at me and she's like, do it on a counter, dumbass, and I was like, yeah. (laughs) So. I don't know what happened. I don't know what caused it. I was was reading Academia and helping a friend with some homework, and I was like, I need to switch my brain to, to smart mode. You see, I don't have any control over the switches, right, to just automatically just flip the switch. Yeah, and then I'm smart again. So I choose to be this stupid. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't think you choose it. I think you willingly sometimes let me have the brain cell. Ah, don't touch me. I'm patting you. I right. literally barely graduated from my fucking high school. So, the so. Stanley Hotel was born with its founder, Freeland Oscar Stanley, near uh, his with his near death. In 1903, the 54-year-old inventor of the dry plate photography and Stanley steamer engine was diagnosed with tuberculosis. So it was used as a tuberculosis recovery sanctuary because he had TB. Yeah. So, uh, cared about himself. No, no, not because because he cared cared about about tuberculosis, but because he cared cared about himself. himself. All right. Yeah, because also he was, he was stupid wealthy because all the cars people wanted to buy were Stanley Steamers. They were cars at the time. So he and his, like, twin brother or something were the creators of Stanley Steamers. And so he was filthy fucking rich in 1903. You know, he had, like, $20. 1903. Um, <laughs> that's a joke about money currency and shit. That's a, money about a, that's a joke about inflation. Inflation. <laughs> Inflata. I barely knew her. Um, okay. So, because it was believed that fresh air would slow the disease or, more realistically, provide a pleasant backdrop for his last days, Freeland uh, and his wife Flora were sent to Colorado, first to Denver, and then, on the suggestion of his doctor, to the wild outpost of Estes Park. Uh, So he defied expectations, gained weight, and lived through the summer. Neat. Wow. Sold on the powers of a summer retreat, he and Flora Flora decided to return yearly. But this was true wilderness. Rocky Mountain National Park wouldn't be recognized until 1915, which is literally 12 years later. And Estes Park wouldn't officially become a town until 1917. 
use uh, used to the social life of the East Coast elites, they would have to design a retreat in their image. In 1909, their hundred-room East Coast colonial-style house, quote-unquote, was unveiled. It was an invite-only gathering place for their friends. All right. Yeah, so they built a fucking mansion, and they were like, this is where all my friends hang out during the summer. But no one else is allowed. Does anyone live in Colorado? Hey, Dominic, our cousin at Dominic, is it cooler in Colorado right now? Do you really think that Dominic listens to our podcast? He absolutely doesn't, but (laughs) should he ever? Wow, Dominic, Dominic. Hey, big dog. Uh, Big dog. (laughs) (laughs) Is it cooler in Colorado? Oh my god! Our cousin called us, Our cousin Dominic calls us big dog, and we have no idea why. I don't know why. We it's, don't know it, why. It's, it's a lot. And he's like seven inches taller than us, and we're like, "What?" Looking up, looking up <laughs> at him, like, what? my neck hurts after like one interaction. <laughs> okay, um, so Harry Houdini performed in their ornate concert hall. The trapdoor he used for his famous escape act still exists on stage. Like I've seen pictures. It's neat. Oh neat. Yeah. And while the men shot pool and drank, the women would gather for various letter-writing campaigns. The Whiskey Bar, now one of the estates, one of the state's largest, uh, provided a common ground between the sexes. Wait, can we go? Can we go back to letter-writing campaign? What is that? A letter-writing campaign. So what I think a letter-writing campaign, and while I Google it, is like, because you know how everyone's calling their senators right now and asking for social change it's and shit like and demanding. It's probably the same thing, but of It's the same thing, but of letters, because I don't know when the telephone was invented, but it probably wasn't very widespread at this moment. Oh, no, yeah, the, because in the downtown... telegram, it was still a thing. Yeah, I would say, because Downton Abbey, they, they get a phone, and they're in, like, World War, the end of World War I. During World War One is when they get a phone. Yeah, and that's, and that's And that's because they're stupid wealthy. So... So is Stanley Stamers and all of his friends could write letters. Could so, write, wi- so the women write letters. could write letters. Oh, I, letter writing campaigns. <laughs> I meant to click look up and it did speak. Yeah, it's it's to get social change and stuff. Letter writing campaigns. One of the meaningful ways you can work towards the release of imprisoned. Yeah, so stuff like it's, I mean, it's yeah neat. That's neat. Yeah, but we don't know on what side they were on oh. or what they were writing for. But they were campaigns. Um, so in... I mean, it's ni- neat that sexism wasn't, like, a thing. Well, it still was, It was like, a thing, because the men got to sh- shoot and shoot pool and drink, and the women had to write letters, and the only place they would meet was at the bar to get drinks. Just kidding. That is a high... T- that is top-tier sexism. I don't know anything. In 1930, he sold the buildings to a corporation who transformed the property into a to- hotel. With the nearby national park still growing, they're successful... They're successful... <laughs> Their success was minimal. After attempts at a revival, the property was sold to John Cullen in the mid-1990s. Budgets were so stretched that at the time of sale, the turned-down service comprised of the top bed duvet being placed on nails across the window because they couldn't afford, afford drapes. Curtains. Yeah. So, drapes. What's Literally. the difference between a drape and a curtain? I don't know. Probably the fabric. Uh. uh. Yeah, I would say probably drapes are probably heavier. If I had to, like, make a guess... I don't know, where am I- I mean, it's an educated guess. It's an educated guess. I would say that drapes are made of heavier fabric. Probably also to help keep cold out and stuff. And heat out. Probably closer to what blackout curtains are. Yeah, Riley's making a face because she has blackout, blackout curtains, curtains in her room, but her room is also, like, three of the four walls are pure window. Yeah, I have five windows in my room. Yeah, whereas I have two, and they're only on one wall. Yeah, the sun hits my room at every, every hour, hour of the, of the day. day, so it's just it's just it's just a heating. It's just a constantly hot area, and 
her room is directly above, above the, boiler. the boiler in the basement. <laughs> like Riley's room like, is the is literally hell. Riley's room is hell. My room ha- is nice and but, temperate. But now, <laughs> fuck off. But now I have blackout curtains, so that's help regulate temperature. But now that just means it's dark as fuck in my room. But you love it. But I love it because yeah. I don't like the sun. But I do. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. The property could have continued that way, a decaying vision of opulence. Opulence! You own everything! Okay, my Drag Race stands will get that. Alright. Uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for an assist from Stephen King. After a visit in 1974, the horror author used the property as inspiration for the book The Shining. Uh, the on-site Pet Cemetery would later spark the inspiration for... Pet, Pet cemetery. cemetery. Woo! Yeah, I love which, word association! Which also, uh, one of the characters is named Rachel. Uh-huh. And there's this spooky quote where it's like, my love, Rachel said, her mouth full of dirt. Cause she comes dirt! Like, dirt! <laughs> which dirt. I love using on selfies, cause it's so spooky. Dirt! Dirt! <laughs> Fuck, I can't take the word <laughs> dirt seriously anymore, cause it just... Dort in my yeah. brain. Because my brain is broken, man. So, unhappy with Kubrick's interpretation of his iconic work in 1980, he wanted to invest in a cinematic do-over. Staged at the Stanley. Cullen agreed and, provi- and production trucks rolled in, bringing, them, bringing with them the McGregor ballroom stage, wallpaper, and heavy upholstered furniture that still decorates the hotel. So, basically, they made it... They redecorated the hotel in a more... Uh, classic fashion I guess in a more yeah. vintage fashion to where it fit what you see in The Shining and the flashbacks Jack has in The Shining so uh, that's what saved the hotel was the miniseries and Stephen King just basically going no! Stephen King being obsedio so he re- had a redo mm-hmm. um, so in 1911 back a little bit an explosion in room 217 sent chambermaid Elizabeth Wilson through the floor with two broken ankles she was literally like, because they had electric, they had electricity, or they were upgrading to electricity, or something like that. Yeah, but she 1911. Was, yeah, she was going in. Yeah, she was going in to light the last of the gas lights in that room, and there was a gas leak. So the minute she lit a match, it exploded. The whole room exploded and blasted her ass through like two floors. Yeah, went through the floor with two broken ankles. Yeah, and it broke both her ankles, but she survived, and had her medical bills paid for by the hotel owners. But many believe that she still haunts the halls. Likewise, guest lodgers have, over the years, continually reported the appearance of a ghostly figure on the fourth floor with a description loosely resembling Flora Stanley, the wife of the tuberculosis man. Here's a quote from Stephen King on his website about his inspiration and how he got inspiration at the Stanley. So, I dreamt of my three-year-old son running through the corridors, looking back over his shoulder, eyes wide, screaming. He writes... Uh, he was being chased by a fire hose. I woke up with a tremendous jerk, sweating all over, within an inch of falling out of bed. I got up, lit a cigarette, sat in the chair looking out the window at the Rockies, and by the time the cigarette was done, I had the bones of the book firmly set in my mind. Um, I was also watching the Ghost Hunters episode, and the tour guide said uh, that not only did that happen, but they were Stephen King and his wife were the only two people staying at the hotel that night, because it was the night before it shut for the season. Oh, shit. Yeah, and so they had put their stuff away, and they were gone. They had put their luggage in the room and had been gone for, like, 45 minutes, and when they came back, it was all unpacked, and the suitcases were in, stacked neatly in the closet. That couldn't have been, like... No, service doesn't... Maid service doesn't do that. 
fun. And remember, like, it was falling into disrepair. Even yeah, even, so at, they, even during they 1977. They were like Stephen King as our savior for yeah. keeping yeah, this yeah, shit yeah. afloat. Okay, so this is the part you're gonna like, but only like the last sentence of it. The fuck does that even mean? There are multiple daily spirit tours, quote unquote. One caught the daily news cycle last year when a ghost, when a guest supposedly photographed a ghost. I've seen that picture. It looks fake as fuck. All right. Um, the hotel website offers special booking for 401, 407, 428, and of course, room 217. Uh, the number plate for which the management estimates gets stolen about once a week. And if that isn't enough to scare the supernaturally bashful, Madame Vera, their on-site psychic, <gasps> is available for consultations. Madame Vera is interviewed in the Ghost Adventures episode, and I will talk about that sweet, wonderful woman. I love psychics so much. Yeah. So we I just, love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Anna at the psychic Shout fair. Shout out to Anna! I miss her! I miss Anna. We are I supposed miss to, Anna! El Paso has a psychic fair that comes, like, or that comes, but that congregates once every two or three months. And we went in February, and we got a, we each got a reading from Anna, and so did our mom. And oh, she we was got it in January. January. Because it was supposed to come went, in March. It was supposed to come in March. It was March. supposed to come in March. Mm-hmm. But I got it before I went to UTEP. Yeah. For the first time. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, well, you're still on Christmas break, Well, I'm huh? still on Christmas break. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Very it was super, memories. super cool. Anna was very cool. Her she was readings, very cool. And her readings were really in-depth and really accurate, despite, yeah. like, and looking back on everything we told her about ourselves, it wasn't, like, one of those moments where you're like, ah, I told them too much, and they definitely just... No, we didn't tell him jack in. shit. Yeah, we didn't tell her jack shit. Uh, but Sorry, Anna. Yeah, no, 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 we love you, Anna. We love so Anna. It's, that's, it's not a drag on Anna, it's actually, like, it's actually Anna's like, the coolest person we've met. Yeah. But um, it was supposed to come back in March, and then And then, obviously... COVID. Corona time has been kicking everyone's. I just face. hope they don't cancel the Renaissance Fair in November. <gasps> oh, I want to go to the. Renaissance I want to go to the Renaissance Fair, Fair so bad. Anyway, okay. <laughs> While the Stanley doesn't lean exclusively on their Stephen King connections, there are tiny tributes here and there. The basement level of the hotel displays various film props, and their front lawn is adorned with an intricate hedge maze, much like the one at the fictional Overlook Hotel. And see, the thing with the hedge maze is that it wasn't there. Until like 2015, 2016 or something, and they won. Uh, they won a contest, and then there was another contest to see which like artist would design the hedge maze, and therefore that's why the hedge maze got planted. So it's a nod okay. to it's a nod to the Kubrick film, but it was like it was added in like the past five years. Yeah, it was added recently to yeah. where it wouldn't have affected it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and then my next note says, "You want to go, Riley?" Room- I mean. Room okay, prices wait, wait, wait. vary depending on the season. Wait, but wait, wait, wait. I wouldn't want to stay in a haunted room, but I would want to go for, like, the scenery, because I think that's cute. I think I think it's, like, a pretty... Right, like, the entire hotel is haunted. It's not just you to a room. Okay, I understand that, but I don't want to go into the haunted-ass rooms that are confirmed haunted. Right, like, the staircase is haunted. Rachel, I will take... I will jump out the window <laughs> with, like, a rope. <laughs> The room, the room prices vary depending on the season, but the average two, the average is two hundred and thirty a night. Advanced booking is suggested for the more popular "quote unquote" spirited rooms. Well, no shit. Yeah, I've heard that they book like a year in advance for like those rooms I mentioned, especially yeah. room two seventeen because that's the Mrs. Wilson room and that's the Stephen King room. Yeah. Um. So most haunted spots in the Stanley. Woo. Number one, take a guess at what it is. Two seventeen. Room two seventeen. This room everyone fucking talks about. Where Stephen got his day inspiration. So big duh. The room is thought to be haunted by Elizabeth Wilson, aka Mrs. Wilson. 
Her spirit seems to be irregular in the room. Guests have reported items moved, luggage unpacked, and lights being turned off and on. Oh. And Miss Wilson is old-fashioned. She doesn't like it when unmarried guests shack up together, so some couples have reported feeling a cold force come between them. One of the biggest myths about the room is that it's never available. Not true. You can actually book it and stay there if you dare. I don't know how Miss Wilson feels about the gays. Yeah, I was about to be like, ah, oh, the yeah. gays! I mean, like, maybe she's one of those people who's like, oh, they're just good friends. I mean, she's dead, but... What if she's like, oh my god, look at them getting married at the same time. Besties! Look at them. <laughs> I hate, I hate watching those posts, because people actually meet them. You watch, people do meet people them, they're like, meet oh my them. god, they're like, oh my god, goals, where are their getting husbands? Married, getting married the same day as your best friend. You know, that's not, that's not a goal, that's the movie Bride War, starring Anne Hathaway, and, uh, I know you're and, about. uh, and, uh, Kate Hudson. I was about to say Goldie Hawn. Kate Hudson is Goldie Hawn's daughter. No, okay, uh, but how does she, how does she feel about the gays? I don't know. The girls and the gays, that's it. Riley, you know what, you know how we would get that answer? I don't want to know. So it's a 12-hour drive, and then going up to room 217 and asking her. I'll bring my pendant. My pendulum. Your pendant? My pendant. My pendulum. Okay, hear me out, right? No. <laughs> because we have driven to the other side of Texas for longer. No, it was only eight hours. We only drove eight hours. Oh. Well, too many states. Uh, we're driving through, through New one. Mexico. Through one, which it will just be Destination more, through the other. It will just be more, more, more organized dirt. Yeah. Fuck there were, oh, there was one time when we went to Arizona, which was a shorter trip than the time we drove to our cousin's wedding in, uh, just outside of Austin. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> when I was auditioning for colleges, or college, I guess, because I'd only auditioned for one, uh, in Arizona, we were road tripping it, and my mom was like, God, this scenery is beautiful. And Riley and I were like, hey, you know what else, what's outside this window? Dirt. Dirt. You know what's outside this other window? Dirt. 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 And my mom's like, no, there are farms, guys. Guys, there are farms. And we're like, cool organized dirt. Mom would be like, there's towns as girls. Cool. Organized dirt. And it would be very, uh, tourist, uh, tourist, uh... Driven? Tourist guide. It would be very tour... Tour guide. It would be a tour guide. We would be tour guides and we'd be like, and now Uh, out this window, you see... Dirt. Dirt. (laughs) There's one cow. It is lost. (laughs) (laughs) Our mom fucking hates us. <laughs> our mom regrets us. Our, our, That's pa- it. our power went out for like six hours today. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I've been trying to make rent references all day, but my mom nor Riley care. I do not care. About my rent references. Which people on Twitter thought was funny, so eat ass. Um, but, eat ass, Riley. No, Rachel. So, crack, suck a dick, and eat ass. Um, don't sue us, John Mulaney. Um, but, Fuck so, it, sue us. <laughs> fuck it, sue us. Where was I going with this? Right oh, references. Oh, oh, so, our mom was laying on the, laying on the couch, because usually she's watching her, like, murder, British murder dramas, when she's, you know, has some free time, and she was like, I don't know what to do now, and I was like, well, you could read, or you could listen to our podcast, and I literally took her phone, put on one of the first episodes, the, the it's like the fourth episode, it's Riley being yeah, a dumbass, the first being Riley a being a dumbass episode. And was like, here. And I set it down on the table and I walked out. And I could hear it playing from Riley's room. But I only think she listened to like the first ten minutes tops. 
From my room? You mean I could hear room? it playing from your room. Like, I was standing oh, in your room. Why were you in my room? I remember I came... I, I was a fucking dumbass. I came to your room <laughs> to be like, guess what I just did? I put on our podcast oh, yeah, on mom's an phone. <laughs> and I can hear it from here. God, good <laughs> Christ. That wasn't even like seven hours. That was literally... I only, have memory issues. Really, it was literally only five hours ago. I have memory issues. It was five hours ago. I have no concept of time. You're right. Unfortunately, I do. That's unfortunate. I, I That's literally, a you I said unfortunately in front of it, so I don't know what the fuck you want from me. I continue to say it's unfortunate. Annie, you're reiterating my point with the same words. <laughs> you're literally just plagiarizing my sentence. Shut up, Max from Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna shave my head again. That's it. No, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna bleach it again, and then I'm gonna shave it into a Joe Exotic mullet. Carol Baskins. Killed her husband. Whacked Your hair him. isn't long enough. Yet. I'm gonna get extensions, like the ones from Hot Topic. <laughs> and clip them onto my head like I used to in middle school. You had extensions in middle school? I had, like, colored... I had one purple extension. Wait, did you have I a would feather clip. extension? No, it was just purple. Because I thought I had a feather extension at one point. Um, I don't know if you did. But I had a purple hair extension that it was a clip, and I just clip it onto my hair. And just wear it like, oh yeah, my mom let me die a streak, and then it'd fall out in class, and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> also, whose mom would let them dye only a portion of their hair? If you're gonna dye your hair, all are out. I mean, like, don't just do one streak on one side of your head. Do multiple streaks, or do the underside, or do half your hair, or do something do cool. Do the underside, that's super cool. Sorry. Do something cool. Don't just do one, one streak. streak. <laughs> God. Learn from Rachel's mistakes. I mean, it wasn't even dyed. It was just clipped on, like, yeah. everyone could tell it wasn't my hair. It was synthetic. They <laughs> probably like also saw it at Top Topic. It was, like, a different texture. It was. It was plastic. It was plastic. <laughs> it was reflecting off the linoleum light. shining. Linoleum <laughs> is not a light. Linoleum is flooring. You feel ashamed yet? You feel ashamed of how your mouth works? <laughs> also, give me the switch charger. My switch has been dead all day. <laughs> Is this a tie? No, but after this, I want to play Animal Crossing. Oh my fucking god. Also, they announced a new Pokemon game where you can take pictures of Pokemon. Pokemon Snap. That literally all the game is for the Switch. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. You literally number two. You literally don't even play Eevee Go or Go don't, Eevee. Let's go Eevee. I do play it. It's not all the time because I am back at work and editing the podcast and doing the social media for the podcast. Okay. And recording the podcast. Okay. And hosting half of the podcast. Okay. We understand you're busy. And what are you doing? Sleeping. Bitch. Okay. <laughs> She's bit on me. Clone it. I, I, anyway. Number two. Rachel, I don't have to clone you. We have you almost the same the DNA. Clone. I get it. No, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> if I was a clone when you were like five years old, that would suck. Why aren't we the same age then? It takes years to advance the technology. And I was just so perfect that they needed my DNA. Oh, first. they were so. So oh my they God. took the DNA from me as a baby. <laughs> but they had With to harvest teeth. you. 
They had to harvest you for five years. You had to grow. <laughs> Fucking tube, baby. I'm not Hugo. I love you, Hugo. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was a dragon. Hugo, you owe Hugo money now. I do owe Hugo money now. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Set up a... Fuck it. Go fund me for Hugo. Go fund me for us being mean to Hugo. <laughs> God. We Two! We had to put, like, a dollar in every time we're mean to Hugo. Good oh, lord. God. The, the, the mean to Hugo jar would just have so much money <laughs> in it. Overflowing. I love Hugo so much, but we make fun of that boy so, so often. Good. To his face, and to he knows it. To his face, Hi, and he knows Hugo. it. Hi, Hugo. We, also, Hugo... But Hugo, also, I love Hugo so much. Hugo gave us a shout-out on Twitter. He did. He, he was like, Drive Bag Podcast is a lot of fun, or is great, or something like that. And I was like, fuck yeah. Anyway, so number two, the vortex. Yeah, uh, what the fuck does the that mean? The staircase between floors in the hotel's main guest house is a stunner. Wait, the, Architecturally. Wait, the st- the staircase is number two on the... L- How do you get between everything without getting a ghost? Yeah. That's why it's a haunted hotel, really. But the area has also been dubbed, quote-unquote, the Vortex, a natural spiral of energy. It is also known as the rapid transit system for ghosts that are known to haunt the hotel. So the ghosts don't even haunt just one place. They move. I mean, that makes sense. Like, the ghosts in our house don't, like, haunt one room. But they have their favorites. My room, specifically. The basement. The basement and mom's room. Yeah. Yeah, it's overwhelmingly dark in there. Yeah, like, she doesn't have blackout curtains. Yeah, yeah, And it's darker than my room. Yeah, she does. Those are blackout blackout curtains. curtains? Yeah, they're just from, like, the 90s. They're just old as shit. Anyway, number three, the concert hall. There's a concert hall? Yeah. Wow, we gotta watch some orchestra. I literally mentioned We're the concert. Get- I literally mentioned the concert hall you had, you when I talked about ball. Harry Houdini. Yeah, asshole, make that confusion face. Realize your stupidity. Learn from your mistakes. There's I don't a- know how to listen. There's a lot of paranormal hubbub said to be happening in this famed concert hall. I didn't use the word hubbub. It was. I wish you did. It was. It was I wish it was you trips. did. It was trip savvy. Um. Paul, one of the well-known ghosts haunting the Stanley, was a jack-of-all-trades around the hotel. Among his duties, question mark, enforcing an 11 p.m. curfew at the hotel, which could be why guests and workers here get out being uttered late at night. (laughs) Can you imagine just being in this concert hall? Like, you're, like, it's employees, too, so you're just, like, sweeping after an event, and all you hear is, like, you feel, like, this shiver up your back, and all you hear is, Get out. Get out. To be completely honest... I imagine, like, country hick, like, get out! It's Colorado. You can still have hicks in Colorado. You I'm can saying, have hicks I'm not, I'm everywhere. Not, I'm not saying you can't have hicks in Colorado, but I am saying you're less likely to have hicks in Colorado. Um, the area is also... Colorado. F- the area is also a favorite spot. The hotel fa- f- founders, uh, Flora Stanley's ghost, to play the piano. Oh, so that's Flora neat. Stanley plays piano there. Cool. She yeah. Little, dilly, 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 yeah. Dilly, so a few of Paul's antics. A construction worker reported he felt Paul nudge him while he was sanding the floors, and tour groups on the Stanley Gross tour have reported he flickered a flashlight for them. Another ghost. What a nice man. Another ghost known to wander the concert hall is Lucy, who quite possibly was a runaway or homeless woman who found refuge in the hall. I have heard so many stories about like homeless people just dying in places and haunting there forever. A lot of them are from like. Shows, like, ghost hunters and stuff like that, but, like, isn't that terrifying and sad? 
Yeah. Because, I mean, at least they found a home in the end. But that is... That is real sad. sad. She entertains the requests of ghost hunters, often communicating with them via flashlight. Stanley historians, however, aren't quite sure about her pre-death connection to the hotel. And now for the fourth floor. Riley, even if we don't stay in one of the haunted rooms, I would request to stay on the fourth floor. Why? Haunted. (laughs) Stop laughing like that, you little bitch. (laughs) Open your mouth. She's laughing with her mouth closed like a sociopath. Have you ever seen someone laugh without smiling? I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting! I don't want to see! I don't want to see! Pluck my eyeballs out! (laughs) That was like our favorite- Pluck them out! My first semester of college, when I was still in high school, that was like our favorite thing to do before voice and movement. Like, there'd be five of us just sitting outside the locked door just trying to laugh without, like, smiling. Katie was the best at it. It was really terrifying. But, uh, who does it? Uh, Ka- uh Catherine, whatever her name is. Kath- I won't say Hardwick. No, 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 no. The mom in Shit's Creek. You won't know her name. Uh, but she's also in Beetlejuice. But you know about. who I'm talking about, yeah. She does it in, she does it in, uh, in Shit's Creek several times as Moira. She does it, and it's... I love her. I love her. I love how she wears, uh... Wigs as hats. Anyway. Um, oh, oh, I accidentally deleted that note. Uh, well. Oh, it didn't go to my recently deleted. Yes, it did. Okay. Oh my god, I was actually like, damn, this episode's gonna be real short. I mean, it's on my computer. This is an I know. I took all the notes on my computer. Okay, room 401. The entire fourth floor used to be a cavernous attic over a century ago. Ooh, it's where, we love that. Yeah, it's where female employees, children, and nannies stayed. Now, today's guests will report hearing children running around, laughing, giggling, and playing. Plus, there's a famous closet that tends to open and shut in it, on its own in this room. Yeah, I don't like that very much, to be completely honest, because children horrify me while they're still alive. So, I don't want to hear that shit in the afterlife as well. Oh, you're not going to like this next room at all. Why the fuck are you telling me about it? Room 428. Really? You get a badge of bravery for staying in any room on the fourth floor. (laughs) Ron is looking at me all dead. But bonus points if you can book room 428. Guests have reported hearing footsteps above them and furniture moving about. But that's actually physically impossible given the slope of the roof for there to be footsteps anywhere above them. It was an attic. Yep. Tour guides say. The real haunt in this room, though, is a friendly cowboy who appears at the corner of the bed. And there was one occurrence of a oh, uh, husband and wife staying in this room. And the wife wakes up because she hears things moving, opens her eyes and sees a man standing at the foot of the bed. And as she goes to wake her husband, she finds he's already awake and staring at it. And as they're both staring at it, he walks over and kisses her on the forehead before disappearing. I want to be a cowboy, baby. I want to be a cowboy, baby. I don't like that. <laughs> I want to stay in room 428 and see if Why I... Why the fuck would you do that when we could have every opportunity to stay in room 420 in Colorado? I want another ghost boyfriend. I want to collect them all. This is a Pokemon, Rachel. <laughs> This, you can't collect multiple ghost boyfriends. That's not how this works. Greg, what do you think? 
Mom, Greg, speaking to the computer, it's fine. You've literally been ignoring Greg. I haven't been ignoring Greg. I've just been tired, and he knows that. For those of you who don't know, I have a ghost. <laughs> I have, have to explain the joke. I <laughs> have several ghosts that live in... Oh, there are ghosts here. I have several ghosts that live in our house with us, and one of them talks to us via my pendulum, and his name is Greg, and he thinks he's my boyfriend. And so you know what? He's my boyfriend. That's it. It's done. I'm okay with it. Why do you want multiple ghost boyfriends when you already have fantastic Greg? For the fun of it. Girls just want to have fun. I know what boys like. I know what guys Greg want. deserves better than this. <laughs> Greg deserves better. Oh, boy. What if I'm not... What if I haven't been ignoring him? What if he's been ignoring me? As he should. <laughs> That's the rudest thing. I need too much attention for that. Wow. I know. Is there any more about 428 or is it just, I want to be a cowboy, I want to be a cowboy, baby. baby. That's it. Um, I mean, like, if he's a friendly cowboy. I, he kisses women on the head. On the forehead. Hopefully it's just you. One for each of us, Riley. I don't I don't want to be present for that. Because you're saying, because you just want it to be me, it's going to end up being you. No, I'm I'm good without that. It doesn't matter what you're good without. He's a ghost. He doesn't give a shit about what you're going to say. He's a ghost that doesn't live in our house. He doesn't give a shit about what you're going to say. Fuck. <laughs> that hurt more than anything <laughs> you've ever said to me about life. Uh, I've said meaner to you, definitely. But it hasn't hurt as much, because I don't mm. listen to you sometimes. All right. Like what? Like what have you said? We're not doing this now. People are going to think I'm a bad person. They already do. You know what? That's you. it. That's it. Alexis Medina, you are the full-time co-host of... I eat time to go then. Uh, so Alexis, what, come on. So what you don't know is I'm completely deleting the, uh, the uh, opening of our podcast today because I had Alexis record an opening. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> And you didn't do No. I was going to keep it a secret, but then you decided to play games. So you are getting replaced. Alexis, pull a topic out of your bag for next week. That's it. So the grand staircase. This, this, I thought we were doing another room. I thought there was no. three rooms. There's, there are three rooms, but the other one just doesn't wasn't listed as one of the most haunted. I Yeah, three. there's four rooms that I listed earlier, but the top three are 217, 4... Oh one and 428. 428. Yeah. 417 was not present. Yeah. Uh, because the fourth floor all basically has the same things. And it's mostly the children activity. So the grand staircase. So the photo I saw on the grand, uh, was of the grand staircase. And originally when I was taking these notes, I thought it was of the vortex because I Googled it and that one photo came up and I was like, oh, it must be the vortex. And then literally, and then in the article I saw like this was where the photo was taken and I was like, you only need to tag things, right? Fuck the internet, man. Um, so, from antique mirrors and portraits, there's plenty to distract the eye on the grand staircase at the Stanley. But it could also be a popular passageway for the hotel's resident ghosts. In 2016, a visitor from Houston snapped some photos on the grand staircase and, upon returning home and reviewing them, spotted an apparatus at the top of the staircase. The thing he doesn't remember, the thing is, he doesn't remember anyone being on the staircase at the time he was taking the photographs. The ghostly image of a woman is at the top of the stairs. Are you pulling it up? Yeah, I'm going to pull it up for you. Fun, love that. <coughs> Stanley 
Stately staircase. Ghost picture. I say picture as I type photo. (laughs) It is looking for a better quality one. I'll just turn up the brightness on my phone. Fuck it. Nice. Yeah, it Love is that. this. Oh, that's definitely a person. It's definitely a shadow. And, like, you can see, like, the difference. Yeah, like, that's definitely, like, someone there. But, like, it could be a person, because that's really, like, high It's tech. really dark. Like, the shadow is really dark. No, like, I can definitely, like, see a face, so that's a thing. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't, I don't know if I believe the photo. Completely TBH, yeah. TBH, TBH. Because it's very, very, like, very detailed. Yeah. And usually you don't, you don't get those in, like... Well, I mean, usually when you take, when people get pictures of spirits, unless they're, like, those weird ones in windows and shit, which looks like they've just been double exposed. Yeah. It's, like, of shadow creatures. Yeah. This one is, like, very defined. Like, like, I don't know, like, have you ever seen that picture of the shadow creature in Alcatraz? No. It's at the end of a hallway, and it's super spooky. Don't tell me. It's dark outside. I was, Don't uh, do this. Like, well, thinking about things to do instead of the Victorian, or it's because it's in Victoria, Australia, the uh, Santa Tom I was about to do. I was like, I could do Alcatraz, but Alcatraz has a huge history, and I'm just not mentally there to grapple to with there. that today. As I drink, as I drink liquor out of my Ouija board mug. Really on brand. Super on brand. Alright, so the seventh place, it started the most and went to the least, I think, kind of. I mean, like, unless the list isn't in really in any order. Underground caves? Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. Through the mountains. Secret tunnel. Which, by the way, I have not finished Avatar. Don't come at me. I haven't seen the entire thing. I don't know anything. We Don't are, spoil! We haven't even finished book two. We did. We're on book three. Oh, did we? Okay. Oh, we did. We did. We're on we book did. three. We did. We did. Um, we're like on like episode two or three. Nice. Like, um, it's just like... Because <laughs> we're watching it together. Yeah. We were watching We were watching it and Riley... Because I, I didn't know that. Like, I knew that Secret Tunnel, like, Secret Tunnel was like a TikTok sound now. But like, as we were watching the episode with the Secret Tunnel, because that's from Avatar, uh... Riley recognized it before the word Secret Tunnel, so as he started singing Secret Tunnel, Riley sang along at, like, a high volume, and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then I realized, oh. Secret Tunnel! Secret Tunnel! Through the mountain! So, Underground Caves. If you go on the 75-minute Spirit Night Tour at the Stanley... 75 minutes? That's an an hour hour and 15 15 minutes! That's a that's lot. That's a good of ghost time. tour, man. That's a good ghost tour, but that's, that's a, a ghost lot. Story. You don't have to be a hotel guest to get in on it, by the way. You just have to book it in advance. Uh, your tour will come to an early, eerie halt at the end with a visit to the underground cave system. Workers moved about the hotel through the caves in the early days, so it makes sense this is a popular haunt. Skeptics will pass off the haunts as breezes from a historic piping and ventilation system. But beneath the hotel is a higher than average, this is what's going to get Riley, is a higher than average concentration of limestone and quartz. 
Oh! Which some ghost hunters believe help capture energy at the property. It runs underneath the entire property. Yeah, uh, crystals have high energy fields. Limestone and quartz especially. Limestone and quartz. Especially. Especially quartz. Mm-hmm. Depending on what kind of quartz it is. It's like clear quartz. If, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Because yeah. clear quartz is, uh... Energy, a lot of energy fields. So that makes a lot of sense, actually, as to why a lot of spirits are staying there and attracted there. Mm-hmm. And so if you go to the hot spot of it, which is the underground tunnels, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I hate this. And wow. now, because, I hate it. Now, because I hate myself, Ghost Adventure. Yeah, with Zach Bagels! Yep. So, season four, episode five. And honestly, I didn't take notes on what they were. I, I took notes on, like, stupid shit that bothered me. <laughs> what do you expect? Cause Zach, what do you expect? Zach, also, apparently it's not Zach Baggins, it's Zach Bagans. That is the stupidest That's how he says his name at, at the, the beginning. The stupidest He's like, I'm pronunci- Zach Bagans. And I'm like, what the fuck? There isn't a Y in there. There isn't a Y in there, bro! Who? Anyway, Zach Baggins, block me. Um... God, if we get blocked by Zach Baggins, that'll be a that'll be a treasure. We'll be on the same level as uh, as Christine uh, from, and that's why we drink because Christine is Christine Schieffer is blocked by Zach Baggins on Twitter. <laughs> so, this is before Zach got his stupid and ugly glasses. Apparently, Zach Baggins, like if I remember correctly, has like a degenerative eye disease to where he's like slowly going blind. So, like, he just has these really chunky glasses in later seasons. But he's an asshole, so I can't, I, 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 I almost refuse to feel bad for him, because he's such an asshole, but, like, I feel bad, but this is before he had his chunky glasses. It doesn't matter anyway. He's still a douchebag who wears boot-cut jeans and spikes his hair, so. This was in the early 2000s, though, when that was popular, uh, right? Uh, season four. I don't know, let's see, when did Ghost Adventures start? Take a shot. Ghost Adventures. I hate Ghost Adventures. 2008. So, t- yeah, four seasons was... in. It was probably twenty twelve. Yeah, that that's still that, well. Actually, nope. that does nope. that that nope. doesn't nope. that doesn't actually. Nope. nope. I thought I was about to I was about to excuse You're about that. To excuse his because uh, he it, still dresses that way, Riley. Oh, he never left his peak. Uh uh-uh. uh In two thousand like three, probably. Yeah. Okay. So yikes. <laughs> So, that is almost 18 years. Yeah. So, so, that's 17 years. So, in the beginning when they're just talking about what the Stanley Hotel is before even, like, the theme song where he says his name, they show a clip of him walking down the hallway carrying an axe, like, in The Shining and pretending to axe his two friends who are standing there like the two little ghost girls God, what in The asshole. Shining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I literally put the clip of Zach walking down the hallway carrying an axe and pretending to axe his friends. I hate this man. Quote, okay, people come to the to the Stanley Hotel just to ignore the surrounding beauty. I wanted to go because of the surrounding beauty, Zach Bagels. And we focus, didn't have to start on this. And focused on the paranormal. He's just, he, I literally, the quote I got was, just to ignore the surrounding beauty, because fuck you. And I put, idiot Christ. <laughs> As I know. Um, Zach saying he's going to be naked in his room and warning the ghosts is so weird. What? Yeah, he's literally talking to this guy out in the front lawn. He's like, my room's that corner. And by the way, I am going to be naked in my room several times. And we're, I was sitting there like... He just wants he just wants right. to get laid, and I do not condone it. You know what? Zach that's Baggins it. being horny on Maine, on the on the Travel Channel. 
That is his main. And I don't condone Zach Baggins being horny on the Travel Channel. Ban Zach Baggins from being naked 2020. <laughs> 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 Zach saying, oh, okay, talking about, okay, so I started taking this note about how they're in the underground tunnel system, right? Because the tour guide's showing them around. Yeah. And they're talking about the limestone and the quartz, and Zach starts freaking out because there's some, like, the pipes start going off, and it, like, shakes the entire underground tunnel because it's a shitty old ventilation system, and that's what people think is really ghostly. But the tour guide's like, nah, that's just the pipes. Whatever, right? But in the middle of me taking this note, they start talking about how, in the early days, a lot of pe- people, you see get a lot of trout here. And so some people believe, yes, some people believe, that the trout spirits are haunting the dining room. <laughs> Wait. Animal spirits, shut up, Zach, you big asshole. Spirits of the trout that have been eaten here. I want to punch him. See a fish or something, but I don't see anything. Okay, so then he's like, so they put in this aquarium where it's just the wall and glass on three sides, and they have, like, a couple fish in there, but you're supposedly, if you look over during dinner, you can see more fish. And then he looks at it and he goes, well, I don't see anything, but I don't know. This sucks. I hate Zach Baggins. I hate... What is this? (laughs) And they showed, like, a picture of, like, trout really nicely dressed and served on a plate. And I was like... I want to die. Also, can we talk about trout spirits? How would that work? I mean, like, I don't deny that there are probably animal spirits, especially in other cultures. Yes. But... but Trout spirits on land. On land after being eaten? Methinks no. Methinks the fuck not, Zachary. Also, while looking in your eyes, I realized you probably could and do a really good job of being Zach Baggins for Halloween. <laughs> I want to be Zach Baggins for Halloween, guys. <laughs> M was Zach Baggins for Halloween last year, fuck. though, so I feel like that's, like, copping their style. But, like... Stop trying to spike... Stop mohawking your hair. And mohawk- Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to mohawk my baby hairs. It mo- if I don't brush them... Uh, they do mohawk on their own. You look like the fucking kid from, uh... <laughs> Rachel doesn't even want me to finish that sentence before getting, getting messing up her hair. No, you look like the, 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 the evil... The evil villain from, uh... Sharkboy and Lava Girl. <laughs> Mr. Electric, I want him expelled! Mr. Electric, I want him expelled! I, I was about to say Superboy. It seems like Max girl. or... No, Max is the... Is Max the, is the oh, main yeah. character. What's that yeah. shit kid's name? Shit Kicker 101, that's his <laughs> name. Um, no, his name is Dream Journal Boy. He has, a, he has a villain name, too, in the movie. I don't even know what that is. Oh, yeah, he does have a villain Yeah, because he's, he's the antagonist in Max's in dreams. dreams! I don't know. I don't know. In Mr. my electricity dream, dead. In my dream last night, I was at work no. and my eyelash fell off, and I kept having to put it on, but it kept constantly falling. Like my like my row of eyelashes. Are you sure that wasn't just a dream? Off. It was sure, just a dream. Are you sure that no? That, I'm sure that, it was just like a dream. Work. But like, because I was having to serve like these old people, and they're like, "What is wrong with your eye?" And like, because my eyelash would fall off onto their clothing. You've been at work too much. Yeah, yeah, man, I have. <laughs> anyway, so, um. Matt, they interview Madame Vera. They go down to her little lair, her little room. Madame Vera seems like the nicest old lady, and she straight tells them they've already had an experience. Riley, let's go talk. 
to Madame Vera. I would honestly go just I to, Madame, go talk Vera. to Madame Vera. Because she seems like the nicest old lady, and she's like, she looks, they sit down, and she's like, you've already had a ghostly encounter here. And they're like, what? And she's like, I can sense it on you. And they're like, yeah. And they tell her about this thing, and they're like, she was like, yeah, one of them was, at, they're talking about how one of them heard banging on a door, and then uh, Zach heard it through the phone, because they were on the phone together, from their separate rooms. Mm-hmm. She was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the ghosts don't want you here. Because you have a strong presence. And I felt it the minute you walked in the building. And they felt it, too. Like, she said something like that, and I was like, do you think us? Do you think us being theater kids would also alert them of our presence, being like, hi, we're here. I think us and being we, witches would alert them of our presence. You know what? That is also a fair statement to make. But also us being obnoxious and annoying probably would also alert them of our presence. I don't think anyone has never not alerted to my presence when I am anywhere. <laughs> There's so many negatives. I think everyone knows I, where I am at all times. I never disappear. So, um, she said spirits want Zach out, and me too, bruh. You know, if Zach Baggins came in my home, I would kick him out as well. Yeah, Zach the Baggins- third, The Third Amendment's really coming in handy these days. Zach, Zach Baggins isn't allowed to live in my house. <laughs> the Third Amendment specifically says, Zach Baggins, Baggins is, is not, not allowed, allowed to live in my house. James Madison didn't even know who Zach Baggins was. He, he just knew. had a premonition. He knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. He had a spirit guide, and spirit guide was like, write it down. And James Madison was like, down. Why? Wrote it down. And he wrote it the nice way, too. He wrote Bagans. So he got him. He got him. Got him. Um, so there's, like, three different parts of the Stanley Hotel. There's, like, the actual hotel, a third part, which is, like, a lodge, and then... Or a second part, which is, like, a lodge, and then the third part, which is a carriage house where they used to store and work on the old Stanley steamer cars when that was still a thing, because it used to be, like, a... Because all their wealthy like friends warehouse. used to stay there. Not a warehouse. A carriage house. Like a, like a garage. Like a big garage. Um, but because all the wealthy friends who stay there, that's where they'd park their Stanley Seymour cars. Um, and so, literally, the port, they're doing this tour during the day, and the poor tour guide opens the door, and there's obviously no lights on the inside, and he goes, Welcome to the dark side of the Stanley Hotel. I'm like, no, you're just outside, and it's dark inside, you fucking asshole. There's just no lights, bitch. I put literally just a carriage house, you big asshole. Oh, there's objects that people died on in the carriage house, and that's what Zach's talking about. So apparently, like, right before filming, like, a month or two before filming, like, someone died in the hotel of, like, old age or something. It wasn't something, like, they weren't murdered. Um, Why would you want to be in a hotel while you die, though? Like, they they probably just died in their sleep, Riley. People die in their sleep a lot more than you think. Yeah, I don't know anything about death. It's because it would freak you out, and you'd never sleep again. So... Someone died at the hotel, and so they had to take, they had to remove that, they had to change the mattress. They had to remove the mattress because they're a business. And the mattress that someone died on is in the carriage house because the carriage house is just like a storage yeah. area. Nice. So they have like some dead fridges and some old sinks in there too. But Zach's being an asshole about it. And I literally, my next note says, I'm playing games on my phone. Zach's talking about provoking spirits. What the fuck else does he do, TBH? <laughs> He just appears and the spirits are like, fuck no. And so he's talking about the carriage house and how there's probably ghosts living in there. And he's talking to this guy who had an experience in there about a ghost bum rushing him, right? And he's like, you know, I've this is like my ghost house. I've got my bed, some sinks, a fridge probably stocked with ghost beer. And then you come into my house. Yeah, I would bum rush you too. And then he turns, squares up at the camera and goes, what would you do? Dead into the camera. I don't know, Zach Baggins. Get the fuck away from you. Get the you. fuck away from me, dude. And he, <laughs> I hate him. Ask the camera what they do. I hate you, Zach. This is where Zach Baggins starts to interview a child. 
interviewing a child who can see ghosts, and she's cooler than Zach could ever be. She's talking about seeing the ghosts of murderers who come into her room at night. She's literally like, sometimes it can be scary because I see people who have been like, you know, murdered or the people or people who murder people, and I have to try and help them. And she's like this sweet little kid, and she's Aww. like, yeah, I come up here a lot because I have friend ghosts here. She's a friend ghost named Katie who lives there, right? Whatever. And Aww. then Zach, Zach's like kneeling in front of her because he's an asshole. asshole. He's not that much taller than her. Only like maybe seven to five inches, five to seven inches. Not that much taller than her. Maybe half a foot taller, right? And he's like kneeling down to talk to her. Yeah, you don't. Have to and this do that, kid's man. cool. This kid's cool. She's obviously in like the fifth grade, and. uh... Uh, who come into her room at night, and he's trying to make it about him. He's like, I, I can, yeah, I've been there. Having them come into your room uninvited, like, that's pretty scary. Uh, yeah, I've been there. Like, because, yeah, Zach, the whole reason Zach Baggins quote-unquote investigates ghosts is because he was stalked by a ghost as a child, or something. And his parents didn't believe him. I don't trust Zach Baggins. I don't trust Zach Baggins shit. at all. Anyway, um, but I hate you, bagel man. Then he asks, do your friends think you're spooky? Do they know about you seeing ghosts? I don't think my friends know. Stop outing a child, Zach! Yeah, what the fuck? You just outed this child for a paranormal ability. And she's like, I just don't want them to think I'm too scary or not cool. And then he goes on to be like, no, you should never worry about that. Because this makes you oh, infinitely cool and infinitely special and very helpful to the universe and all this shit. And it's, it's, it's trying to be a pep talk. But you realize, he realized he just fucked up and outed a child. Yeah, he really said. He really, like, it's just, it's not the same thing as outing, like, a gay human, but it is a level of social yeah. os- uh, ostracism Ostrac- that you wouldn't want on this, like, ten-year-old. Yeah. She has enough to deal with, man. She has ghost murderers coming into her room at night. She yeah, doesn't need you, bagels. God. Oh, the night before their actual lockdown, they're going to stay in three different rooms and videotape themselves sleeping. All right. Yeah. Oh, and so he tells her, he tells her, her, name, her name's like Bailey or something. He tells her, he's like, uh, he's like, so do you, do you ever talk to the ghost of, uh, one of the ghosts that haunts the rooms? He's like an old guy. And she's like, well, I don't think he likes me very much. And he's like, well, why do you think that? And she's like, well, sometimes to get, to get him to talk to you, you have to provoke him. And Zach is like, oh, we don't do that. And she looks him dead in the eye and goes... I do. And Zach stares into the fucking camera like it's the office while Aaron, the camera guy, is just breaking down laughing. I mean, like, I would fucking too, man. Dude, it was so, she was so confident and self-assured Especially with her. if you're Zach Baggins who does provoke ghosts. He does. And he was like, I was being, I was joking, but damn, alright. Right? Like, like, it, he just, like, and the way he looks into the camera, it's not even like in the office, like, or, or it's. It's kind of like in the office when Jim, like, is something bad's happening in front of him. Like, when Andy Dwyer's having a meltdown, and Jim just looks in the office, like, looking to the camera, like, office, like, don't tell him I did that. Like, don't. Like, it's the look of fear. It just was the sheer fear in someone's eyes. Yeah. Okay, also, he says room 217 instead of 217. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then, right before the commercial break, he goes, here's Zach, and pretends to axe the camera to death, and they put a fake blood animation. I hate you, Zach. Um, so then the next, after the commercial break, is them coming to go to their separate rooms, and they're staying in three of the really, really haunted rooms. Zach Baggins, work at a desk job. I know, right? <laughs> like, shut up, Zach. But they put Aaron in, uh, room, cowboy man room. Cowboy man! Wanna be a cowboy, cowboy baby. baby! And this is where they divulge the story of the woman getting kissed on the forehead. Mm-hmm. So they put Aaron in a shitty pink party city, I'm moving my light. Shitty pink party city wig, and and they're like maybe, 
This will get him kissed on the forehead. Meanwhile, Aaron has a full mustache and beard. And every time Zach looks at him, he's like, I can't look at you, Aaron, because he starts laughing. This wig obviously had been shoved in, like, three separate bags and hadn't been brushed. And Why the did minute- they just get a woman to be on their, like, team or anything? Because Zach Bagelbites is a misogynist. Just kidding. I don't know. That That's probably a rumor that I'm starting, but you know what? Fuck it. Start the rumor. Start the rumor. Um, Start spreading the news. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so Aaron immediately takes off the wig, LMAO, and now they're all anxious, and now they're like, I feel fairly on edge in this room. It's like, yeah, because you just went through a whole day learning how they're fucking haunted. Yeah, dumbass. And you're holding a camera. Of course you're anxious. So they record the entire night, and they set up EVPs and shit, and so they they hear things kind of mostly throughout the night between the hours of 3 and 4 a.m., a.k.a. the the witching hour. And they make sure to harp on that real tight, but they constantly take the shit out of Aaron, because Aaron goes to bed at, like, midnight and does not move the entire night, whereas the other two are woken up constantly. (laughs) But Aaron... Aaron Aaron didn't deserve to be woken up every couple hours. But there's EVPs that come out of Aaron's room, too. Yeah, but Aaron doesn't deserve to be woken up by them, because Aaron... 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 Aaron has to deal with too much shit, and I don't even know Aaron. So Aaron... I'm laughing, (laughs) because the first thing they talk about Aaron's room and Aaron sleeping soundly through the night was... We think his loud snoring angered the spirit in his room. Because the first- Fuck! The damn, first, Zach Bagels! The first EVP they get from his room is someone saying, Hey, come on. <laughs> Cowboy man did not want Aaron! Cowboy man would never have mistaken this man for a woman with that snoring. I'm not saying on, women man. don't snore, but I am saying it was distinctly- a man <laughs> And then, meanwhile, back in the snoring room, when they get another EVP- Bagelbites, shut up! Because the ghost asks him to pass him the room key. It's, pass the room key. Why? I don't know. That's what the EVP said, or that's what they said the EVP said. God, okay, so I want to download one of those sleep recording apps and see what happens when I sleep. If all the shit is, shit is going on to these assholes, imagine what happens in our haunted ass house. I tried a sleep recording app once, but I forgot to hit record. Yeah, because you're stupid. Yeah. Riley also talks, like, incessantly in her sleep, and it's kind of scary sometimes. Like, once her best friend Sydney was staying the night, oh, right? Oh, sorry, Sydney. In my room. In advance. Riley's room, like, I feel bad whenever they sleep in Riley's room, because Riley has, like... I have a, a twin bed. She has a twin bed, and so it's she and Sydney just curled up on one bed, on this tiny bed, and I have a queen... Which could kind of fit the three of us, but not comfortably for sleeping. Yeah. So what we did that night was Sydney and I were, sleep- were going to sleep on my bed, and Riley was sleeping on, like, she dragged her twin bed in and put it on the foot of my bed, so she was on the floor. On her, on her mattress, but on the floor. It wasn't bad. It was comfy. Yeah. But, so Sydney and I were still talking. Riley had fallen dead asleep, because when Riley decides to go to sleep, she goes to sleep. I'm, I'm baby. Riley doesn't have insomnia. If she stays up, it's her own choice. It is my choice, to be completely honest. So, Sydney and I were talking, and as Sydney and I were talking about, like, how like sometimes our house- too. Yeah, it was like 3 a.m. How sometimes our house is kind of spooky, you know, shit like that happens. Oh, wait, I need to preface this something. This wasn't the first sleepover Sydney had at our house, no. it was the second. But on the first one, I was like, hey, I sleep talk, uh, this, it- if if I wake up, just tell me to stop. I I'll go back to I'll, I'll go back to I'll sleep. Lay the, I'll lay the fuck. But back I down. forgot to tell her the second time because nothing happened the first. You time. You forgot to remind her. Forgot to remind her because nothing happened the first yeah. time, so Sydney didn't remember anything. Yeah. So the so, second time, Riley 
Riley's sleeping on her, we're talking, Sydney and I are talking, Riley's sound asleep on her mattress on the floor, and suddenly she just shoots straight up, sits straight up, eyes straight open and goes, oh my god, 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 oh my, just over and over and over, and Sydney starts freaking out, like Sydney is like inconsolable, I'm like, no, wait, I, I can't deal with both of this at once, so I'm like, Sydney, calm down, and while Sydney's like hyperventilating, I'm like, shut up, Riley, shut up, lay down, shut up, and Riley goes, okay, and lays back down, <laughs> so I console Sydney, and I wake Riley up, and I'm like, you just scared the shit out of your friend, you little bitch, right, and so what ends up happening then is Riley <laughs> and I switch places, because I got scared, because then Riley got scared, and Sydney was scared, so I was like, fine, y'all two be bitches scared on my bed, and I'll sleep on the floor. <laughs> so I slept on Riley's uncomfortable, Riley's mattress is uncomfortable compared to mine. Because I, I have a memory phone mattress, mattress topper, because I have back problems. And I now have a mattress topper, but I didn't back then. Yeah, so I slept on Riley's uncomfortable college dorm-esque bed. <laughs> at her sleepover with her friend. In Rachel's room. Like, she, like... <laughs> we're just still pissy about that it was literally for like six years ago and i'm mad about it's it five years ago it was five years ago and i'm mad about it anyway so after all this they go to their official lockdown day right all right, all right. but so what they're officially doing for the lockdown is getting locked down in the carriage house with the Okay. With the mattresses with the dead pe- from the dead okay because pe- they're not going to sleep they're actually going to investigate all right but they ride to the carriage house in the back of a hearse. There's no seats. They're just leaning over this fucking coffin in the back of a hearse. Because they're corny assholes. My next note says, I'm suffering and should be financially compensated for having to watch this show. If you actually watch Ghost Adventures, you're braver than any U.S. US Marine. Marine. And there goes Zach just yelling at the ghosts and telling them to bum rush him. So this is another note about Hugo. Hoppy. Sorry, Hugo. Hugo, his parents and I can do better than Zach Bagel Bites. Oh, this isn't anything bad against Hugo. God bless. Take no. money out of the jar. No, no, no. This is always bad about Zach Bagel Bites. Hugo, you, me, and Mama and Papa Ariola should go ghost hunting the Stanley Hotel. And my new friend that I made at H&M who I said I'd go ghost hunting with. I, let me see what her name was. We're friends on Instagram. I think it was Lydia. Something with an L. No, I, I had Lydia after her. What is her name? Louisa! Louisa, you are officially invited to go <laughs> ghost hunting with me and Hugo. Maybe not Stanley Hotel. Maybe closer. But. Definitely invited. So, after this, uh, I was getting a little tipsy and I was very much over this. So, I didn't watch the last ten minutes of the episode and decided to switch to Ghost Hunters. Because fuck it, nothing matters. So, here are my notes on Ghost Hunters. Yay! They do two episodes about the Stanley Hotel. So my watch first, one? I watched one, yeah. So my first ep- my first note says, two episodes about the Stanley? I trust these boys and their filming is just so much nicer, because it is. I'm jamming to this theme song, Hardcore Man. Taps were my childhood. I love Ghost Hunters. Nah, no notes unless something cool happens. I'm just gonna vibe in my nostalgia. So the cool things that happen, I only have like three notes here was, uh, A, Tango, one of their investigators, his name is Dave Tango, Tango, uh, they were sitting in the, one of the rooms on the fourth floor, he and the female investigator, Jessica, I think her name is Jessica, uh, and she was like, hey guys, do you want to see Tango do a magic trick? Because Tango does magic. 
And so he takes out, like, a magic ball and puts it on the floor, and he's like, if you guys move that magic ball, I will do a magic trick for you. Which is, like, the sweetest Aww, that thing. that is really because sweet. Because it is still provoking the ghost. But in such but a, in nice a nice way. way. In an interactive way, because they're children. In a non-threatening, non-scary way. Yeah, it's super neat. Yeah, I I, 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 I love, I love ghosts. Because they do still provoke ghosts, I'm not saying they don't. But, but I am saying, but like, like, that was such a, that nice was a nice way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, I forgot that Jason, Jason stayed in either 217 or one of the fourth floor's haunted rooms, and he was just bludgeoned all night. Like, he kept hearing incessant tapping from the closet, the inside of the closet, and sometimes and the door would open and you could see it, and they broke the glass sitting on his nightstand. He woke up and there was shat- there was uh, the glass had broken and there was a big old chunk of glass really close to his head, and he was like, well, I guess I'm not drinking out of that, and put the sh- piece of shattered glass in the glass itself. Damn. I remember watching that as a child and wilding out. Just losing my goddamn mind over it. Anyway, and then my last note says, anyway, that episode's over, but go watch these episodes because they're fucking wild. Anyway, so this is a Ghost Hunters approving podcast. We love Ghost Hunters. Jason and Grant were my dads growing up. I love Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters International is whatever because it doesn't have Jason and Grant and they were my favorites, obviously. But... I love Ghost Hunters. I love Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters is, made me, is what made me want to ghost hunt. You know. Congrats you've always been a spooky bitch. I've, I used to hold seances in kindergarten. Like, I have always been a spooky bitch. I used to basically read runes. Like, I had polished stones in a bag that were taken away from me because I would tell someone to breathe into the bag and then I would shake it up and I would throw them and read them their future and because that was deemed as too scary it was taken away by a teacher and never given back. It was a cute little bag too. with blue with yellow embroidery we've t- we've of the sun and moon. This. We have, but I'm mad about it forever. Because those were, it, they weren't runes but they were polished rocks and they were nice. And I do think they were not from El Paso. They were from one of my dad's trips somewhere. Not saying I like my dad or anything, but I am saying they were either from Napa, California or Ireland. Mad. They should have just let me continue to hold seances, goddammit. They were um, completely falsified by me, but I could have gotten been a, better at it. Rachel would have been a cult leader by the age of six. <laughs> God gave me depression so I wouldn't fist fight him. By the age of 16. So I wouldn't best him in a fist fight. God took away your runes so that you wouldn't become a cult leader. <laughs> so I wouldn't be Charlie Manson. Ew. <laughs> Disgusting. Why do you open your mouth sometimes? <laughs> oh, I'm not Charlie Manson. Oh, Jim Weezy. Jones. Please. I need to get my speaker box fixed. You need to get your asthma... Your, 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 Anyway, so that's Grab Bag Podcast. That is Grab Bag Podcast. I hope y'all had fun. Uh, Shitting on and, Zach Bakewitz. And I'm sure you learned, like, little to nothing about <laughs> about the Stanley Hotel. Um, so I hope you follow us on everything, you know, have a fun time doing all that shit. Our Instagram is Grab Bag Pod. Our Twitter is Grab Bag Podcast. I'm Ray Robbins, and Riley is Theater Geek Two Four Four Theater, spelled correctly now with a T H E A T R E. Yeah, buddy, I fixed it. Yep. So fixed um, a while back. Fixed. I'm Bob the Builder. <laughs> she be building. I'm those Felix fix- the Fixer. Feel it. Fix it, Felix. Fix it, Felix. Voiced by Wilmer Valderrama. Who? 
Fez from that 70s show, and he was dating Demi Lovato for a long time. I didn't know Demi Lovato was dating anyone for a long time, to be completely honest. She dated him for, like, four years. I don't know. I don't know Demi Lovato's dating life, to be completely fair. I only remember because I was like, Wilderama Rama? Really? Not because I don't like Wilbur Valderrama. I just, like, it just it never occurred. Like, it just doesn't it occur to click. me. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Danny Masterson was uh, indicted on three rape char- charges in L.A. today, so. You know. That's 70 show related news, I guess. Fun. We're not a news broadcast for a reason. Yeah, because we were just, you you would just say the basic headline or something and be like, like, that's "That's me. That sucks, I guess. Damn, that sucks. Damn. Damn. I mean, rape is way more than sucks, by the way. I will kill your rapist with a sword if you give me the chance, but, uh. We have a sword in the basement, don't we? Yes, we do. (gasps) I've been threatening to start carrying it, and my friend Alex says it's completely legal. We should get the sword. I'm getting the sword. All right, (sighs) bye, guys. Bye, y'all.